0: Good morning. Well, we had some nice warm days there for a while, right? Back to the freezer. Sorry about that. The seasons change and they'll come back to us again. And what a glory it is to be in God's creation, right? We are going in this church to be in the season of epiphany for the rest of this month. That's a different type of season. We're still in the season of seeing what cannot be unseen through faith in Jesus Christ, as the Magi did. The story of Jesus, though, is moving forward. Because now as an adult, Jesus, in the Gospel of Luke, is showing us that the world, in the world there are more things that cannot be unseen and unheard. And like the story of Luke in Jesus' Gospel, God's inviting us today to move away from our everyday assumptions, into deeper waters, where new miracles of faith will challenge us. We can't unsee what we've seen, amen? We can't unhear what we've heard. And through faith in Jesus Christ, God is calling us to new moments with God's Holy Spirit that will plant in our hearts the words from now on. Will you pray with me, please? Gracious, loving God, we thank you for this church and all of your churches in Christ around the world that are growing disciples for the sake of your kingdom. Help us to grow in discipleship so that we may increase your catch in this world for the sake of your world, for the sake of our families, and for the sake of us. And so may the words of our mouths and the meditations of our hearts Be acceptable unto thee, O Lord, our rocker, our redeemer, either through us or in spite of us. Speak to us, thy people, we pray. Amen. Amen. So just as seasons turn in a regular cycle and our church calendar does, so does our storytelling in the church. Our Bible readings in our church usually follow, follow a pattern called the lectionary calendar. The lectionary calendar has three years' worth of readings. Every three years after we're done, we go back to the beginning and start the lectionary calendar again. Now, the exact order of the readings will change from year to year because our Easter celebration shifts around every year. But in general, every three years we're going to hear familiar words. And in general, I follow the lectionary so that we can all be united with Christians all over the world as we study the same Bible readings together as Christians. Now, six years ago, I had an important day when the lectionary came to today's lectionary readings. Junan and I had just moved to Guilford, and I wanted to see if I was really ready to respond to God's call to become an ordained minister. And I went for an interview at our local divinity school, and it felt good. It felt right, but I wasn't quite sure whether good was going to be good enough. My host invited me to the school chapel that they have every day, day—a chapel worship. And the opening hymn was, Come Thou Fount of Every Blessing, the hymn that we just sung a few minutes ago. I was hardly aware of that hymn before that day, except that a year before that, the angels of God sung it to me when, unknown to me, my mother was dying. Almost exactly a year later, I was hearing that hymn, and it told me that God was preparing me for something more. Their Bible reading in chapel that day was today's reading from Luke 5. Luke tells us that Jesus was inviting Peter into deeper waters on the Sea of Galilee, Gennesaret. I identify a lot with Peter. Sometimes Peter was a little dense, like me. Sometimes it seems that Jesus needed to whack Peter on the head with a two-by-four to get a point across or to take a chance on something new. In the chapters before today's story, Peter had seen Jesus command a demon to come out of a sick man, and had seen Jesus heal his own mother. Peter saw what he could not unsee, heard what he could not unhear, but Peter really hadn't seen or heard what Jesus was calling him to. Like me, in that school chapel, Peter just just wasn't getting it yet. He wasn't really taking a life-changing chance on Jesus. So after a a trip to Judah, Jesus returned to Peter's town, and people from all over the place came to hear Jesus preach. And Jesus asked Peter and some other fishermen to come with him on a boat just a, a little ways from the shore so that more people could hear Jesus. You might say that's a little bit like my early days in Christian discipleship. I was with Jesus. I was in the boat, but I wasn't in all that deep. If I changed my mind, I could still make a quick little dash back to shore, back to dry land where others were listening safely. I could still be just a face in the crowd. If I wanted to, I was on solid ground. I wasn't really taking a chance. Now, it's one thing to hear the words of Jesus. It's one thing to be in the boat with Jesus. But it's another thing to go fishing with Jesus. And still another thing to fish where Jesus tells us to fish. And in that chapel, I heard how Jesus asked Peter to go fish in the deep waters of the Sea of Galilee place totally out of Peter's comfort zone. You see, the Sea of Galilee is its a little bit like our Hanover Pond, just up the street here. If you've ever seen Hanover Pond drained, you can see that the Quinnipiac River wiggles through it at the deepest part, it's mostly very shallow. The Sea of Galilee is very much like that, it's shallow, with the Jordan River coming in at the north end and leaving on the south end, it's, it's only a bit deeper way in the middle, right on the edge of water that was in territory of other nations. Jesus took Peter away from the shores, from the audience of faith, into a rocky boat in the shallows of discipleship. And Peter was feeling pretty good about Jesus. Everything was safe. His life and his livelihood, nothing's in danger. He was comfy, really. And then the command came from Jesus, put out into the deep water, and let down your nets for a catch. And this is where this story gets kind of interesting. Peter got scared. He was scared of being embarrassed in front of all his friends and family. He was scared that he would look like a a horrible fisherman to his friends not producing a miracle up to the standards of Jesus or them. And he was scared not only of deep waters, but also because Jesus was asking him to fish in that don't-go place where it wasn't welcome, a place where there was definitely danger and potential trouble. So Peter came up with a story to cover his butt, you might say, to cover up his fear. (coughs) Well, Jesus... I think the fishing stinks today, but oh oh well, let's let's go, let's do it. And and Peter and Jesus, they go out to the middle of the water. And then the miracle came. There was a huge catch, almost more than they could get to shore. And Peter deserved none of it. It was all from Jesus. Jesus had given Peter more abundance than Peter could ever ask for or imagine. And Peter was ashamed. Jesus couldn't want him after he had doubted, could he? Peter was afraid. and said, go away from me, Lord, for I am a sinful man. Six years ago, In that I felt Jesus' shame. Jesus couldn't want me after all my doubts and all my mistakes in responding to God's call, could he? After staying on the shores of faith for so long, after taking my time in the shallows of discipleship, Jesus couldn't want me for real. Could he? And the answer from Jesus the came in Luke's gospel reading today stuck to my heart like glue. I couldn't unhear it. Do not be afraid. From now on, you'll be catching people. Six years later, I'm in the deep water. I'm hoping for a good catch for the sake of Jesus, and I'm grateful for what's come in so far. Here's the trick from Luke's Gospel, though. Peter and Jesus weren't alone. Look at our boats and nets. When you can't bring in the catch, how can you pull in the nets without others who have joined Jesus out at their from now on moment of truth. You can't. You just can't. Oh sure, we'll catch a few, maybe. But not the abundance that faith in Jesus Christ promises to God's world. We're doing pretty well as a church right now. We have more people on the shoreline of faith, and a few in the boats of discipleship, and and that's good. But to bring this church into the abundance of faith that Jesus needs to touch your life in God's world, we need others out there in the deep waters of faith and discipleship with Jesus and us, fishing for people. I challenge us all in the name of Jesus Christ, Son of God, and son of all humanity, to step over the line this year into deep waters of Christian discipleship. Don't freak out, trustees. (laughs) But do know that this line is going to be here in one form or another, as long as I'm here, no matter what, no matter who, no matter where, no matter when, this line is going to be here. It says, from now on, and I invite us all in the name of Jesus Christ, when we're ready, when we hear God's Holy Spirit calling us to deep water faith and discipleship, step over this line. Come over to this dealer as your knees are able and commit your life as Christians have for centuries to deeper discipleship in Jesus Christ. You'll be amazed at the catch and you won't be alone. And we will do things together that we cannot unsee or unhear for the sake of God's kingdom and God's creation. And when we bring that catch back, the people on the shoreline will be fed. And they will become disciples in deeper waters in God's time. I pray this from now on. In the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. 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 <laughs> our heaven response is for joy and privilege to be a part of this community of faith. You may recall at the beginning of the year we started praying the prayer of God's invitation to God's possibilities. We've been praying it from time to time to remind us our mm-hmm. copies in every Jew here. We receive copies during our season of Advent. I pray it every single day. And I invite everybody to pray it every single day. So that we as a a people of faith may be formed in faith. And everything that God has prepared for you, our church, and the world. Let's say together, Jesse. Let's pray now together. I bow my knees before God. Father and Lord of all, who invites everyone in heaven and on earth into God's family through Jesus Christ. I pray that God's most precious and amazing treasures, which come to us through God's Spirit, may strengthen us in our deepest being. May Christ live in our hearts through faith, as our faith roots and grounds us deeply in God's love. I pray that we will know the full breadth and height and length and depth of the love of God, love that is always beyond complete knowing, together with all people of faith, so that we may be filled completely with the fullness of God. All glory be to God, who can accomplish abundantly in us, far more than all we can ask or imagine. All glory to God in God's church and in Christ Jesus for all generations forever and ever. Amen. There's a moment before I move into the prayers of the people here. Which I hope comes forward. We um, are the United Methodist Church and as I mentioned in my sermon during our holy conference and this is a time when People from all around the world in the United Methodist Church are gathering in St. Louis, Missouri, um, February 23rd to 26th, to discuss how people would like to move forward as a church. You will hear all sorts of things between now and then. We don't know what God's plan is for that meeting. We know a lot about what human will is for that. Our job as a church is to pray for God's love and God's Holy Spirit to be upon that conference so that we as God's people may all come together, no matter how this turns out, to increase God's love in the world. What our bishop has been asking clergy to do, and I ask you to do, is to make a little reminder for yourself if you can in the afternoon at 2.23 and 2.26. Those are the dates of the conference. I invite you to open your heart in prayer as soon as you can after that or during that. And to hold these people in your hearts. I believe sincerely that good things are going to come from this. That will increase God's love and hope in the world who will comfort and strengthen us as God's people. What are the words that Jesus said today? Do not be afraid. From now on, we'll be catching people. And it's God's plan for us. It will always be God's plan for us, no matter what. And after the conference, we'll have a discussion. It's person discernment before Jeannie and I go to the special New York Angel conference on March 16th so we can accurately represent your hopes and your concerns. Do not be afraid. We are catching people. Amen. It is time for the prayers of the people when we look up our joys and concerns and celebrations. We have prayers for Judy Wolf Condon, who uh, had surgery last Wednesday. Prayers Also, for Judy's son, Nate Conner, who's being deployed to Afghanistan February 22nd, the war continues. It's his second deployment into that area in the army. Please pray for him. We pray for Diane Loomis and Jimmy. Uh, Diane is in the hospital today with pneumonia and undergoing tests. So we pray for her strengthening. Her good outcomes from those tests. We have um, both uh, prayers of support and thanks and joy that Cindy is is back from her own doubt with the flu. And we're so grateful for all the gracious things that she does in our church. Uh, We pray for Emily Belanger, who's resting comfortably as she prepares for her transition into God's kingdom. And we pray for Linda Carabin, who is uh, awaiting new knee surgery and uh, is in the of daily pain as a result of that. We also pray for our community. Oh, wait a minute. Excuse me, I knew I should turn the page. We pray for David Hurst, his brother, who's in hospice care. We pray for his continuing comfort and hope. And we pray for the prayers that cannot be spoken out loud and the troubles that are not heard today wherever they are. The Lord hears them. And through the Holy Spirit, we will hear them in our hearts. And we pray for Edna Roberts, also this there. And we do turn to our community also. We pray for Edward and Mark Banco, and John and Mary and Anne Zima. And we pray, dear Lord, bless my friend, Guinevere. She means so much to me. Amen. (coughs) It's beautiful. Let's pray together. God. It feels like today we have lifted up a boatload into your heart. And we have boatloads more that we haven't spoken. It weighs us down sometimes. But like a boat, we can float on your grace. We can know that no matter how deep our concerns go, your ocean is there to hold us up. There's no such thing as a boat that's too big for you not to support. And we know that through faith in in Jesus Christ, our concerns can be lifted up far higher than we can ever ask or imagine. And that your love can touch more lives than we can ever ask or imagine and through deeper discipleship, we can be amazed far beyond just a net full of fish. Grant us, as your people, healing and hope and discernment that we may do these things. In the blessed name of Jesus Christ, our Lord, who taught us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. We thank you for being here, and we thank you for your love of God's church, and we're so grateful that we can express our love for God and God's work here. We are tithes and offerings to the glory of God. And if? if during offerings Operatories from now on, if it's in your heart to step over that line into the right, I will pray with you quietly or any other time you want to cross that line in devotion and commitment to God. Warm fellowship in faith in more ways than one. Let's say our charge to keep here. Here we go. From now on, be a Christian who is willing to trust in faith to say, from now on, in every place in our lives and in God's world, that needs God's abundance. And now, may the Lord bless us and keep us. May the Lord shine God's face upon us, and be gracious to us. May the Lord lift up God's countenance, even upon little old us, as we go fishing, and grant us peace, now and forever. And may the people of God, so loved and touched by God, that they came here today, say Amen!